Hello, Facebook world and blogging world. So, I want to chat about the importance of your attitude. Um, last week, we were, uh, myself and two of my friends, were scheduled to head out to Maryland, D.C. area to do a Reiki uh, master certification. And everything's planned, hotels planned, flights are planned, rental cars planned, every, everything is planned. And we have known that we are going to do this since about August. Well, on Monday morning, we received a text message from the instructor um, and also another person that's part of this community, the person that's part of the, the community where we were getting our Reiki giving us a warning that it wasn't safe for us to come, um, that he had gotten a vision that it just was not something that we should do. So I, um, I had actually been telling the, the ladies I was, we were going with that I'd had an icky feeling about DC for a couple weeks, but I thought that I was just being paranoid or maybe acting in fear. So I didn't really say anything. And then when we got this message from him, it was like, Oh, okay. So there's, there's likely something going on that we truly need to dive in and listen to. So at that point, I was like, well, we can just get a spot in Minnesota, whatever, no big deal. But the other two were like, no, we had plans to leave the state and we are going to leave the state. So I said, well, Florida or Arizona is warm enough. Let's, let's figure it out. But during this time, Amanda of even five years ago, I would have freaked out. I would have been like, holy crap, how can this happen? This is crazy. I don't want to do this. Um, we had plans. Everything was scheduled. Everything was taken care of. Now I've got my whole day hijacked because I have to rearrange the schedule to make sure that this can happen if it's even going to be able to happen. And there's this immediate sense of peace that came over me because I stand in the knowing that the universe completely has us protected and completely has our back and the best possible outcome is always going to come. So I actually didn't feel any feelings of ick about having to rearrange things. Um, so it was just go with the flow and let's see what happens. So we um, realized that it was hurricane season in the part of Florida that we were looking at. So we headed to Arizona. And what is crazy about this is we kept looking at each other and saying we, we couldn't have planned this better. Like we literally could not have made this better than what it is right now, which is amazing. So we get to Arizona. Um, we actually ended up in the Phoenix area. And ironically enough, the training for the retreat was called um, Phoenix Rising. Like that, that's what it was, you know, everything. Right now we're in a state of everything being burned to ash. Everything, everything, you guys. Like we get tripped up about COVID and we get in fights about COVID and we talk about COVID. But the reality is, is COVID exposed every single weakness in every single system that we have place in place. And it gives us an opportunity to see the brokenness and rebuild because everything is broken. Like our political system is broken. The medical system is broken. The schooling system is broken. Um, corporate is broken. Like everything is broken. And when you look at our society as a whole and you look at 
um, obesity going over 70%, yet 70% of humans are still mal malnourished. We live in the United States. We're in the United States, you guys. We do have access to clean water. There is some random parts that that is not necessarily the case too, but the majority of people do have access to clean water, and yet America sits at 70% dehydrated. Um, that's that's an absurd number. Only 12% of people actually work out. Um, the the amount of people who carry a gym membership is higher than that, but the people who actually make it to the gym or actually put in workouts is reported to float around 12% of our population. Like, that's an absurd number, right? So when you start looking at all these broken systems of we're too busy, we don't have time, we have a million activities for our children to be in, but nothing that we pour into ourselves... And all these other things, like the systems are broken. So the fact that the Reiki class was called um, Rising Phoenix was so appropriate. And then one of the ladies I went with, she actually has a phoenix up the side of her body um, that has been her um, guide through a very long process that she's been existing in for three years. So that reoccurring. And then we go to Phoenix. Like, what? We went to Phoenix, which is amazing, and the weather was phenomenal. Like, it's a desert, so it's cool in the morning. But we went out on hikes in the morning and had some um, incredible sunrises. We ate an awesome food. We had access to a pool area. We had access to a hot tub. And we just had this beautiful experience of being out there. And then um, anybody who knows Amy Marantz knows that when she makes a decision to get something done, it's done. So we get out there, and she's like, you know what? Sedona's only two hours away. Let's go. And Melissa and I are like, uh, okay. I guess we're going to Sedona, which is a place that I did want to visit for a very long time. So to end up taking a Reiki training, flying into Phoenix and finishing it off in Sedona, if you guys know anything about Sedona, Arizona is one of the spiritual, biggest spiritual vortex in the United States. It is a very powerful place to be. And it is just absolutely beautiful and amazing and all of the things that people have to go and experience for themselves. So the, the very fascinating piece about this is, you guys, we could have walked in to this time pissed off, shaken, rattled, stressed out, and granted, and I, I told the ladies too, like they were the ones that had all the tickets and all the stuff, so they, they were the ones who had to manage the rearranging of schedules. Um, how we could have looked at this time as being what a letdown, this isn't anything, but instead, all three of us chose to just open up. Okay, universe, what you got? Show it to us, and it turned out better than we could have ever imagined. Like, And this is the thing that we do as humans is we think, like, oh, we, we have the plan, we know the details, we know how it's supposed to go, and we don't. We don't even kind of know, and um, it's embracing that. Like, when things shift and things change. It's like, okay, um, instead of anger, 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 it's like, okay, what do I have to learn from this? What can I gather from this? What's going to happen from here going on? Out. So really holding on to the value of how important your attitude is. Your attitude is everything. Your attitude is everything when you go to bed at night. Like, what are you thinking about when you go to bed at night? Do you... Um, a practice that I have put in my head is I'm only going to wake up with what I was grateful for from the day before. So as I go to bed, 
I just run my brain through the things I'm grateful for. Um, I have a breathing technique that I do as well, sending like light energy to the things that I am grateful for. And I almost always fall asleep before I even come close to getting through my list because I sleep very easily. Um, so it's like what you think about before you go to bed. What do you think about when you wake up? Are you one of those people that grab your phone first thing in the morning and start scrolling or you look at your bank account or you start diving into your emails? Are you one of those people? Because like think about what you're doing to your brain at that point. Like you have control over what you look at and what you consume before you go to bed and when you wake up. So being very mindful of them. You know, what's your I, your attitude when you go into a workout? Are you like, fuck this, I don't want to do this, um, this sucks, I hate working out? Or are you grateful that your body is strong enough and powerful enough to be able to move through the workouts and to be able to do that? Because um, as someone who has a mother who is very, very sick, um, my mom, she she doesn't have the ability to work out. She doesn't have the privilege of working out. She doesn't have the stamina or the health to be able to do an ounce of what I do. So being so grateful when I work out that I am able to work out, that I can move my body. I remember my whole whole life growing up that people would tell me that once I hit 40, it was over. I'm a year from 40 and I'm the healthiest I've ever been in my life. And I know that I, and I just keep getting healthier. Like that is just a belief I carry. It's like, well, the older I get, the more tools I have that aid in my health. And I just keep bringing things into my world that keep me healthy and keep me strong. And I'm mindful with my workouts because I know that me being mindful with my workouts gives me the ability to be with my daughter. It gives me the ability to go to her school and do things with them. It gives me the ability to be able to move. So it's like, what is your attitude towards working out? And if you're working, if you're not working out, I would guess that your attitude's kind of shitty and that's why you're not doing it. So it's shifting that. What's your attitude towards food? Is food a punishment? Is it a reward? Is it something that you force yourself to eat? Do you enjoy the time that you eat food? I personally don't love food. Like I will, I don't love it. I don't love cooking food. I don't love making food, but food is fuel to me. So when I look at food, it's like, okay, that is fuel and I need it in my body. Um, so being mindful of that, what's your attitude towards raising your children? Are they, are they, um, something that you have to manipulate and control? Are they something that you have to know exactly how their day is going to be? Or do you view yourself as their teacher and you just keep them in a safe bubble as they continue to explore and as they gain more and more knowledge and wisdom, the bubble expands and eventually you can take the bubble off and they can just exist. Like, how do you view that? Because with me, this is a very recent um, awakening to that part is like, I'm, I'm just her teacher. Like, Taylin's a human. Like, I, I'm not here to control her. Just like God has given me free will to do whatever the hell I want, um, I, too, give my child the ability to do what she wants within safe comp, like a safe bubble, you know, because of our wisdom, we can see things that children can't see, but we also have to let them explore and learn. That's how they get trust in themselves. That's how they begin to trust their intuition. So it's like, what, how do you view parenting? How do you view your parents? How do you view your friends? How do you view your significant other? This is a huge one. Like I, I am exposed to a lot of people and I hear a lot of information about significant others and if you lost your significant others the very thing that drove you crazy about them would be the first thing that you missed you know um so keeping that in mind and of course um i'm single i've never been married so i get that taking relationship advice from someone who's never been married 
doesn't seem like something you want to do, but I see a lot of unhappiness and it could be resolved by being kind. It could be resolved by giving grace. A lot of, um, a lot of issues could be resolved by being the first to give, um, to understanding each other's love languages. So do you view your partner as that person that you have to live with or do you view your partner as a life partner that you want to share life with and explore? Um, so your attitude comes down to everything, 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 you know, um, uh, it, it's just, it's everything. Your attitude is everything. Your attitude is going to impact how you eat, how you sleep, how you move your body, how you interact with other human beings. Um, what creativity you might have to explore because if you're a giant jerk, the exploration um, avenue might be a lot more challenging to you because you can't interact well with other human beings, right? Like there's so many things. And then by just extending grace to other human beings, you know, I had a very interesting conversation with one of my clients this morning as she was talking um, just about uh, stories. Like she was just, she was, she was sharing stories and um, in an interaction that she had had with her father and her father had just lost his wife, um, had a pacemaker put in and said some hurtful things. And she had just lost her mother. Her dad just had a pacemaker put in and her dad said some hurtful things. So when you look at those two things, like there's so many layers to that, right? So it's like, how are you going to look at that and how are you going to be in extending grace and understanding people's emotions and, um, being able to take your goggles off for just a second to see where the other person sits. Um, another awesome tool that I have brought into my world as of recently is finding empathy for people who make me angry. Um, I was in a very, very hurtful situation at the end of September and I couldn't believe the fear that rippled through my body. I couldn't believe like how fearful I was about lies being told about me. I was so fearful of micro truths being used to make me look a certain way. Um, but that experience, it also unfolded another layer of things. Um, as I've shared, like my mom and I had a challenging relationship and now I look at everything thinking with her with tremendous amount of empathy, which is not something I existed in for a long time because I sat in the little bucket of me being hurt. So I'm just going to be hurt and that's what's happening. And I was able to shift into empathy with my mother, which was life changing to me. And then with the situation that happened at the end of the September, um, one of my past relationships and I, um, I did put a lot of blame on him for a very long time. Um, a lot, a lot of blame. And it was said to me, you treat me the way Manuel treated you. And something triggered in my mind where I'm like, holy crap, you know, all those years together. And it was like, marry me, marry me, marry me. I'm ready. I want to have babies. I want to be married. Let's go. And it wasn't happening. And on the other side of things, it was, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And eventually we parted ways. And I look at that time and I think of how many times he told me he wasn't ready. How many times he shared that with me and I just kept compromising myself and pushing him forward, compromising myself and pushing him forward. Um, I did end up sharing with him my tremendous amount of um, 
sincere apologies for that of not valuing what he was saying because of what I wanted and putting myself in empathy towards how that made him feel, right? Which then I'm like, wow, if I can just get to empathy in every situation, I can move through things a lot faster. I don't have to be as angry for as long. I don't have to be scared. I don't have to be um, all these other emotions that may come along with it. I can just exist in a state of, I know that person, if someone's hurting you, they're acting in pain. So if your attitude towards someone hurting you is that they're acting in pain and immediately shifting it, like, okay, they're acting in pain. What is their situation? Where can I have empathy? And then honor your truth, right? So that has been one of the biggest shifts as well. But you, you guys, it all comes down to your attitude is absolutely everything. We could have been so angry about this trip, but instead we're like, go with the flow. I trust the universe, whatever universe has to say. Um, let's just see how this works. Let's see how this goes. And we could not have planned it better. We couldn't have. Like we were supposed to go to Maryland, but we ended up in Arizona, in Phoenix. And then we went to Sedona and spent some time there and got beautiful rocks and crystals from Sedona and had moments and spent time at the Buddha Chapel and did so many beautiful, amazing things that would not have happened in a hotel room sitting in Maryland. So realizing the universe is always supplying what's going to happen that's going to be best for you and pull that learning lesson out and shift your attitude, shift your attitude. And um, it's becoming, it's getting easier and easier and easier for me to get to empathy when people upset me. It's getting easier and easier and easier for me to um, understand that the universe has my back and the best possible outcome is going to happen. I just need to ride the wave a little bit um, and carrying that and keeping that near and dear to your heart. So with that, um, I just want to encourage you to be very, very mindful of your attitude on situations and seeking the learning opportunity immediately and seeking empathy immediately and, you know, taking a couple deep breaths and move, <laughs> move, moving through, moving through. Um, with that, I sign off. So happy, happy Monday.